Welcome to the TVA Devotions Podcast. We want you to be encouraged by the Word of God, whether this is your first or your 50th time to listen. We hope we add value to you through God's Word today. Welcome to TVA Devotions. This is Coach D. I'm a head volleyball coach, uh, but more importantly, I'm a follower of Christ. Appreciate you uh, joining us today. Uh, this devotion is just for those of us that might be at a club tournament on a Sunday and not be able to make it to our church. Uh, this is, again, just something where we can kind of visit with God, have some time to think about uh, what it is that He has for us this weekend and this week, and uh, I pray that it blesses your life. Uh, God bless and uh, enjoy. All right, I'm going to tell you one of my most embarrassing stories, and uh, I hope that you enjoy it. Enjoy. I hope you're able to laugh at my uh, embarrassment. But uh, it was actually about my junior prom. So we're going. We're hitting the wayback machine now. We're going all the way back to 1993. That was my junior prom, and in 1993, I was a junior in high school, and I was. I had a crush. Uh, on a girl in my chemistry class. She was a senior. She's actually the valedictorian of our whole school. Her school had 3,200 students in it. She was a senior valedictorian. And um, she was a good friend of mine. Uh, you know, we had kind of hung out and stuff like that, but I had this biggest crush on her. So um, we used to go over to Windermere and we used to play basketball. And uh, we would go out and we'd play basketball over in Windermere. And she lived in Windermere as well. It's kind of right outside of Orlando, right outside of my hometown. So one day I'm going over there to play basketball and I'm driving by our house. Now, think about 1993. We don't have these promposals that you guys have now, you know, where the boy sets up like a singing Christmas tree or something or has this whole band outside your window. It was just, uh, it was just one of those things. So anyway, I, I'm over in Windermere. I'm by our house. It's January. Prom isn't until like May or the end of April. And so I start early. Um, which was not the smartest thing in the world. So I go over to her house to say, hey, what's going on? Hey, uh, how you doing? Good to see you. And uh, she's like, hey, what are you doing, Justin? Hey, nice to, nice to see you. I uh, just got done playing basketball. Awesome. So I'm all sweaty. And we talked about it last weekend. Uh, I sweat like crazy. So I'm all sweaty and everything like that. Perfect time to ask her to prom. But I could not bring myself to ask her to prom. And uh, so I was like, oh, man. So I got back in my car. I started driving home, and this song, Wonderful Tonight, came on. Eric Clapton, look it up. Parents, sing it if you want to. So I turned back around. I go up to her, and I was like, hey, uh, I won't say her name because I don't want to embarrass her, too. I was like, do you want to go to prom with me? And she goes, um, Justin, prom isn't for like four months. Um, I'm not sure yet. And I was like, oh, well, that's cool. That's cool. So how's your day? <laughs> and so it was really, really embarrassing because I really wanted to go with her to prom. It actually ended up uh, later on in February. I asked her again and she said, absolutely, Justin, I want to go to prom with you. So we went prom together. And actually, that's not the most embarrassing moment. It's not the most embarrassing moment of my life. We'll talk about that maybe in another, another uh, podcast. But um, anyway, so I'm sitting there. We go to prom. Um, after prom the next day. Uh, all of our friends, we all went to uh, the beach, New Smyrna Beach, and we're driving out to New Smyrna Beach. And she says, Justin, I want you to listen to this song. 
and she plays a song for me. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. This is going to be like Celine Dion. I'm your lady and you're my man. This is going to be the pinnacle of my life. I'm excited. Let's go. What's the song? And she plays this song by Garth Brooks called Unanswered Prayers. And the main line in it says, some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. And she knew that I really liked her, but she didn't like me in that way. And it was really, really embarrassing. You're like, Coach D, how does this happen happen to my life? And how does this relate to my life? I think often we as Christians, we have our life planned out. We want to marry that guy or that girl. We want to marry, we want to live in that house and drive that car and have this job and do this. And we already have everything that we want in our life planned out. And we write it down and say, this is, it's like playing a game of MASH, you know, mansion, apartment, shack house. And you're trying to write down everything. And you're like, this is the life that I want, God. We bless it and honor it and sign your name at the bottom and say, this is what I want for you too. And I believe God doesn't want us to do that. I believe God wants us to take a sheet of paper, a blank sheet of paper and sign the bottom. And he says, guess what? I'm about to fill it in with more than you could ever dreamed of. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much. I'm so thankful that I have the opportunity to sit on this podcast and talk to, I don't know how many people are listening, but God, I pray today that you would use me, that I'd be an instrument for you, and you would speak through me. Thank you so much for Rest, I thank you so much for the things that you give me. Thank you so much for your many blessings. Continue to be awesome. Continue to guide and direct me in your name. Amen. So I think that for us, this whole podcast, I, I put the title of it is, is Finding Your Purpose. And I, I, I've come up to that mindset. My thought process is, you know, what is my purpose in life? As a college coach, I see it all the time. You know, I'm dealing with young women at the probably the most, their second biggest decision they're going to have in their life. I think the first big decision, biggest decision all of us have in our life is what are we going to do with Jesus Christ? You know, Jesus Christ, you know about him. And if you don't, guess what? You're going to hear about him today. What are you going to do with Jesus Christ? Are you going to choose to accept him and to move in his way and walk in his path? Or are you going to choose to get away from him and walk in another way. That is the biggest decision in your life. But the second biggest decision I think in our life is where are we going to go to college? Because really you meet, I don't know what the percentages of, I'm not going to look it up. I'm sorry. Should have researched this more, but I'd say about 50% of you are going to meet your future mate at college. And now those of you that are juniors and seniors are like, Oh no, I'm stressed out even more about picking my college. But it's a huge decision and I deal with it every day and talking to and recruiting and talking to players and saying, okay, Hey, would you come over and play at Bellhaven? I think it's going to be a great opportunity for you. You're going to meet great friends and all those other things. So I see this worry of where am I going to go? And we always run back and I always run back to Jeremiah 29, 11. That says, I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a future and a hope. And for us, a lot of us, we believe that. 
I know that God has a plan for me. I know that he has a future and a hope. But God, I'm stressed out right now. I'm so worried right now. What about this? What about this math test that I have? What is this girl going to say? What is this guy going to say? What is my mom going to say? What is my dad going to say? What is my grandparents are going to say? What, what's going to happen in my life? I'm so worried about this decision, this decision, this decision. And we feel so stressed out too many times. And I came up to it. And one of my favorite verses is in Matthew 6.33. And reading in Matthew 6.33, actually, started to move back past a little bit because Matthew 6.33 is awesome. What are our priorities? Our priorities in life should be to seek Jesus Christ first and knowing when we seek him, all these other things shall be added unto us. But then I said, well, what does all these other things mean? And I've read Matthew 6 a hundred times probably. And today I just kind of got in there and God spoke to me through Matthew 6, 25 through 34. And I'm going to read it to you. It says, therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more important or more valuable than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? That's a huge verse. Can any of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? No matter how much you worry about something, it's not going to give you more time. It's actually going to give you less time to actually prepare for that something, for that question in your life. Okay, sorry, moving on. Verse 28 says, and why do you worry about your clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. Is that how God clothes... If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? You of little faith. So you do not so do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? Or let me go and move on forward. Where shall I go to school? What job should I take? What car should I drive? What should I wear today to school? All those different things says, for the pagans run after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. So if God knows that we need these things, and the pagans are running after all these things, what shall I do? What shall I do? What shall I do? And the pagans are non-believers. God says, if God knows that you need these things, he's going to take care of you. So in your moment of, of, uh, in your moment of stress, in your moment of worry, don't worry about it. God's got you. I say it a lot. God's got you, and God's got this. That's a huge thing. I want you to understand that, that saying right real quick. God's got you, and God's got this. All right, verse 33. Love it. Live it every day. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough, tr enough troubles of its own. A lot of us would love to live on Matthew 6.34 because it says, each day has enough trouble its own. We don't need to worry about tomorrow because guess what? Rent's due today too. And so when I think about that verse, I think about us trying to, to get that point in life. For me, it was that junior prom date. Man, what do I need to do to win her? What do I need to do to be her boyfriend, to be her whatever? And so I lived my life kind of going with that. 
And God kind of relays to me and says, you know, sometimes my ways are such such higher than your ways. And it's not sometimes. Guess what? It's all the time. God's ways are so much higher than our ways. So whatever you're dealing today and you're trying to find your purpose, I I put this as my Facebook post, um, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago or a week ago. And when I talk about my purpose in life, and when I say, I want you to help find your purpose, I'm going to tell you what your purpose is. And people are, you don't know me. How do you know what my purpose is? Because I know what all of our purposes are. And I'm going to make it really easy for you. I wrote as my Facebook post that coaching volleyball is not my purpose. It's my platform where I live out my purpose. Let me say that again, and I want you to kind of understand this. Coaching volleyball is not my purpose. I am not put on this earth to coach volleyball. But it is a platform where I can live out my purpose. And you're like, well, okay, well, what's your purpose? My purpose is the same thing as your purpose. And I believe it's written kind of in the words of Matthew 6.33. It's to know God and to make him known. I'm going to start on it. I'm going to stand out on a limb and I'm going to tell you one thing right now. Your purpose in life is to know God and to make him known. Now, how do you do that? Well, you continue to seek him first, to grow in him, to learn about him, to meet with him in the mornings, to meet with him in the evenings, to live a life of prayer, pray without ceasing, walking in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. This is your purpose. Your purpose is lived out by knowing God and making him known to others. And wherever you do, you're a lawyer. Well, your purpose is not being a lawyer. Your purpose is to know God and to make him known in the courtroom. You're a teacher. Your purpose is not to be a teacher. Your purpose is to know God and to make him known in the classroom. So when you start to look for your job in life, your job is not your purpose. It's not the end all be all. It's the stage in which God is going to put you. It's your role that God is going to put you in to continue to live out your purpose on that stage. So when I say finding your purpose, this is what I kind of talk about. Paul talks about it in Philippians 3. And I'd be remiss because this hit me this week. We had a chapel this week. This guy came in and talked about Philippians 3. If you know me, I love Philippians. The first podcast we had said it. But in Philippians 3, 7, it says, Whatever we were gains to me, I now consider a loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage. Another version says, I consider them dung, doo-doo, that I may gain Christ. And be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. I want to know Christ. Let me say that again. Verse 10, Philippians 3.10. I want to know Christ. Yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participate in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow attaining to the resurrection of the dead. Paul even talks about it. He says, you know what? I could tell you all the great things about myself. 
I can tell you, you know, if you want to hear a prophet, prophet, I'm one of the best. If you want to hear about uh, a person that is pure, I'm one of the best. If you want to talk about a, an order, I'm one of the best. If you want to talk about somebody that suffered for Jesus, I'm one of the best. I'm in prison writing you this thing. Hello? So when God says to Paul, Paul, your purpose isn't being all those things. Paul says, you know, I, I, those things are nothing to me. My bank account is nothing to me. The wins and losses that I have as a coach are nothing to me. He says, I consider those things. I don't care. You might live in a mansion. You might drive a Mercedes Benz or a Land Rover or a Raptor. I want a Raptor, by the way. Buy me one. But maybe a Lamborghini. You might be staying in the best hotel this weekend at your, at your tournament. What I want you to understand is, is even Paul says, that stuff is doo-doo compared to a knowledge of Christ. And Paul says, more than anything in my life, I want to know Christ and to make him known. Paul's purpose was the same as our purpose. And I believe God spoke through Paul to put it into his word for you today. Your purpose in life is to know him and make him known. So what are you doing today? You're going to play volleyball today. How do you live out your purpose on the platform of volleyball? You're a mom or a dad. You're driving back and forth to a tournament. What's your purpose today? Yes. Please be safe on the road. Um, I'm doing this on Saturday night. Many of you probably have heard of uh, the Kiva family that was lost uh, because of a stupid driver that came over into their lane on the interstate going the wrong direction. And I often sit there and I, I think we've already talked about this before about, you know, I think God's plans are still for us as a volleyball community to support Kiva and to support those people that, that lost their lives, fellow people, just like you and me driving along. So when you say, you know, what is my purpose? Yes, it is to be safe. It is to protect your family. But I believe if we know Christ and if we make him known, this world is temporary and heaven is eternal. So I say that to tell you that no matter what you're doing in life, no matter where you are, no matter what you're worried about a test, no matter what you're worried about that girl in chemistry class that you just want to be with forever, that's not your purpose. Your purpose is not to get that degree and be that physical therapist or be that nurse or be that math teacher, go math, or be that volleyball coach. Your purpose in life is not to be all-conference, all-American. Your purpose in life is not to be a national champion. Your purpose in life is not to raise 2.5 kids and marry the man or the woman of your dreams. Your purpose in life is to know God and to make him known. And he's going to place in your life, once you hand him that sheet of paper that is blank, and sign your name on the bottom and say, God, I know you know the plans you have for me. Plans to prosper me and not to harm me. Plans to give me a future and a hope. I sign my name at the bottom, and I trust that you'll fill in my life. Sometimes in life, the greatest things are unanswered prayers. Some of God's greatest gifts. That's what I was looking for the verse or the song lyric there. Sometimes God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. That young lady is a wonderful woman. 
I'm friends with her on Facebook. I hope she doesn't listen to this, but if she does, God bless you. But God has something great for you. He has a platform for you to share him. Today, it's on the volleyball court. Tomorrow, it's in the classroom for you students. Today, it's on the volleyball court for your parents. You can know him and make him known by the way that you react to a very poor double call or a ball that was in, but a a little 12-year-old called it out. And for us, that's our purpose. I want you to live out your purpose this week. I want to encourage you with that. You don't need to find your purpose anymore. I'm telling you what your purpose is. Your purpose is, and it's not me, because I don't know anything. But God is speaking through me and telling you, your purpose in life is to know God and to make him known. Paul says everything else in life, the money in the bank, the mansions, the honors, the coach of the year, the All-American, the national championships, all these other things are literally garbage, are literally dung feces to me compared to knowing Christ. So today, I want to end with that. And if you don't know him, it's pretty easy to do. All you just got to say is, Jesus, I want to know you. I hear this guy talking about you. Talking about what everything else compared to you is garbage. So God, for me today, I want to give my life to you. And the way you do that is just by signing that page in your heart. Saying, God, my life is yours. I choose you more than I choose this world. I've been running like the pagans. I've been worried about what I was going to wear, what's, what I'm going to eat, what I'm going to drink, where I'm going to live, where I'm going to go to school, how I'm going to pay this bill. <laughs> There's an amen from me. But God, I want you. Because you know the things that I need in my life. You know I need to pay that bill. You know that you're a provider. You're a Jehovah Jireh. And God, today... I give my life to you because my purpose in life is to know you, to make you know. So today I want to know you. Come into my life. Heal me. Help me to turn from my wicked ways and help me to follow you in everything I do. The others of you, you know God, but you've gone into that path of the world. You've gone into that what shall we eat, what shall we drink. You've gone into that craziness of What's going to happen in the election this year? You've gone into the the craziness of how am I going to make more money? How am I going to get this job? How am I going to climb the corporate ladder? And your whole focus is, that's my purpose. My purpose is to be this. And I want to tell you today that God has told us through his word that our purpose is to seek ye first, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And when we do that, when we seek him, when we know him, and then we also make him known. God says, all these other things shall be added unto you. So do not worry today about tomorrow. Don't worry tomorrow about tomorrow because each day has enough trouble of its own. So today your purpose in life is to know God and make him known. I pray that you live out that purpose on whatever platform it is today. Hopefully most of you are on the volleyball court today. Live out that purpose in the volleyball court. Go up to your teammates And tell them, great job. Even when they miss their serve, tell them, guess what? God loves you. When somebody yells at you, maybe maybe even a coach. Sorry, coaches do. 
Say, God loves you. And make him known by the way that you walk. Philippians 1.27, it says, whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. And when you do that today, here's your platform. Tomorrow, when you go back in that classroom, here's your platform. Know God and make him known. There's your purpose. God add value to your word. In the crazy way that I put it together, I pray that you bring it together in the hearts of the people that are listening to this. Lord, may I decrease so that you might increase through me. Praise you. Amen. Have a great week. Be careful, be safe, and know God, and make him known. Live out your purpose this week on your platform.